Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey guys, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. And for all of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for being here. I really love this forum and the feedback that I'm getting from all of you is pretty incredible. So thank you so much for your support. And as we do on all of our episodes, today we are going to tackle a common weight loss myth. And this is one I hear all the time and I spend a lot of time trying to debunk it. And fortunately, we're making a lot of progress. This is becoming much more accepted in a lot of the fitness and nutrition circles and a lot of the weight loss groups, but it is slow to take hold when there is a common belief out there, even if it's wrong, it can take a long time to overturn it. And so, you know, that's one of the things I'm really committed to. That's one of my passions is identifying those mainstream myths and getting the truth out there and not just shouting it from the rooftops, but really helping you understand why it is this way. Because when we understand how our bodies work and we understand why certain foods and the timing of certain foods makes us feel a certain way, it's a lot easier to make healthy choices. So I'm just kind of wondering rhetorically, I guess, how many of you have heard that you should eat your carbohydrates in the morning to jumpstart your metabolism and because you have all day to burn them off. And I've heard it too. I've heard it a lot. But if fat loss is your goal, and that's what we're after here at Primal Potential, we're talking about the best ways to go about fat loss, that statement is completely wrong. The truth is that eating carbohydrates in the morning will actually stop fat burning. And not only will it stop fat burning in the moment, it will make fat burning pretty difficult for the rest of the day too. So the common argument that people make is that you should have carbs in the morning because you have the whole day to burn them off and you should avoid them at night because you can't burn them in your sleep because you're inactive. But your body doesn't work that way. And people who think that it does don't really understand metabolism and they don't understand hormonal balance, and chances are there's somebody who's very lean, and all they understand is nutritionally what they can get away with in maintaining their lean frame, but there is a big difference between maintaining your lean frame and burning fat. And here at Primal Potential, we are all about the optimal, natural, healthy, effortless ways to burn fat, and eating carbohydrates in the morning is a nightmare 
for fat burning. Your body doesn't work like a calculator or an accounting system of first in, first out. It doesn't work that way. Everything we eat influences our hormones and it's our hormones that dictate what our body does with the fuel we consume, not our activity level, our hormones. They dictate what we do with the fuel that we consume. So let's talk about this in some detail and just bear with me because this is a big myth that people have really grabbed a hold of and accepted as true. And if you really want results and you really want to burn fat and you're somebody that has been struggling, feeling hungry, feeling a lot of cravings and just not getting the fat fat loss results that you're after, this very well might be why. So when we eat carbohydrates in the morning, it creates a hormonal response that stops fat burning. It seriously stops it. I want to emphasize, though, that this doesn't mean that carbs in general are bad for fat loss. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying carbs in the morning are bad for fat loss. And there's actually been a lot of research done on this topic over the last several years. And even books and manuals been put out into the marketplace explaining this very philosophy. You might have heard of it as carb backloading, which is essentially just loading your carbs into the end of your day, backloading your carbohydrates. The idea that you don't burn calories in your sleep or that your metabolism is so much slower in your sleep so you should have your carbs in the morning because at the end of the day they'll just be stored as fat is ludicrous. It's an I mean, I don't want to like put anybody on blast, but it's a it that is a sign of a misunderstanding about metabolism. Are you less active while you sleep? Sure, of course, you're laying in bed. But there is also a completely different hormonal environment overnight than there is early in the day. And that hormonal environment actually benefits from the introduction of carbohydrates in the evening. And I mentioned this a couple seconds ago, but I, but I really want to emphasize it because I think that people perpetuating this myth that we should have our carbs in the morning they're not bad people, and most of them aren't even like dumb or unintelligent people, but many of them preaching this are very lean. They eat carbs in the morning, and they're still lean, so they figure, well, if an overweight person does what I do, then they'll get what I've got. Well, guess what? There is a huge difference in how you maintain a lean body versus how you eat to get into fat-burning mode. So all of these lean trainers and nutritionists counseling their overweight clients to eat the way they eat, I mean, honestly, shame on you because it doesn't work that way. Creating an environment for effortless, hormonally sustained fat loss is a very different game than the environment to maintain lean mass. So, okay, now that I'm off of that soapbox, let me explain how it works because I'm sure that there are some people listening right now that are like, that's not true. That's not true. Let me explain it to you. When you wake up in the morning, your body is in a certain state due to your overnight fast, okay? So you you haven't eaten since before you went to bed, maybe dinner time. So it's been about 8 to 12 hours since you've last eaten. And the hormonal changes that occur after fasting, which is what happens overnight, right? And then there are other hormonal changes that shift as we start to wake up. They create this environment that makes us need to avoid carbs in the morning if we want to burn fat. So when you wake up, because you've been fasting overnight, both your blood sugar and your insulin are low in the morning. If we wake up and we eat carbohydrate-rich foods like 
wheat, oat, grains, sugar, processed foods, those are broken down into simple sugars, which travel through our blood in the digestive process. And whenever our blood sugar rises, the hormone insulin is released to help usher the sugar out of the blood in a way to be stored, okay? But we wake up in the morning, if we haven't eaten anything yet, our blood sugar is low, so there's no insulin around because there's no, we haven't introduced any fuel into our body in a long time. So this actually creates this morning state of lower blood sugar and the absence of insulin creates a state of prime fat burning in the morning. Why? What does insulin have to do with fat burning? We talked about that in detail in episode two, so definitely check that out if you haven't already, but here's the quick and dirty version of the story. So insulin is, is deployed in response to sugar in the blood. So the presence of insulin alone sends a message to the body that there's extra fuel via the sugar in the blood. Insulin is around and being deployed because there is an excess of fuel. So then your body goes into storage mode to take that extra fuel and carry it away to be stored. And when that happens, that tells your body to turn off any breakdown activities like fat burning because your body is very efficient. It's not going to break down your stored body fat for energy when there's already enough fuel available. An extra sugar in the blood tells the body, hey, we've got energy here. We're good. You don't need to provide any more. And that, that's what fat burning does. It takes your stored energy from your body fat and it breaks it down to provide immediate fuel. But the presence of insulin says we've got enough fuel and it turns off fat burning because it doesn't, it needs to be efficient. Your body is built to be efficient. It is not going to burn your fat when insulin is sending the message, hey, I'm, I'm floating around because there's plenty of extra fuel. So the good news is that when we wake up in the morning after not eating overnight, we are in peak fat burning mode because insulin isn't around. So your body thinks that it's safe and it is safe to break down your stored body fat for fuel. If we make the right food choices, we stay in fat burning mode. And if we make the wrong food choices, we turn fat burning off. So the wrong food choices, carbohydrates. Why? Because they're broken down into sugar, which travel through the blood, triggering the release of insulin, and the presence of insulin turns off fat burning. Here's the other thing, though, that happens when we start the day off with carbohydrates, and I bet you've experienced it before. You wake up and you start off your day with granola or fruit or an English muffin, something like that, and then you're hungry just an hour or two later, and you're craving carbohydrates. Why? Well, that is a direct result of eating carbs in the morning because your blood sugar is low in the morning. Introducing these carbs causes a spike in blood sugar and a rapid insulin response. And as sharp as that spike was, the drop-off is just as extreme. So your blood sugar falls really fast because of that massive insulin response because we're extra sensitive to it in the morning because of our overnight fast. And that drop in blood sugar tells our body to sound the alarms of hunger and cravings because it senses that all of a sudden, like the fuel dropped off. So you experience those hunger and cravings. But when we make better food choices, we actually avoid that hunger and craving cycle. That hunger and craving cycle comes from introducing the carbohydrates in the morning because of the unique hormonal conditions in the morning. So if all this is true, how can we ever eat carbohydrates at any time of the day and burn fat? 
That's a really good question, and there's a good answer to it, too. The overnight fast makes us super sensitive to a rise in blood sugar, unlike any other time of the day. If you think about it, like if you've been in a really dark room for 8 to 12 hours, and all of a sudden you step outside into the light, you're going to have a much more extreme reaction than if you've been periodically exposed to the light all day and then you go out into the sunlight. And it's the same way with our reaction to carbohydrates. Because of that overnight fast, that morning time is a very unique condition where we have a more extreme reaction in the morning. But as the day goes on, and as we eat throughout the morning and the afternoon, and our hormones shift with our normal daily cycles, we become less sensitive to those spikes in blood sugar and insulin, and we won't create as an extreme of a response as we do first thing in the morning. So there's definitely a right time for carbohydrates that still allows you to burn fat. And we'll get to that. But that's not the only reason that we should avoid carbohydrates in the morning. There's another hormonal situation that creates a really strong argument for skipping the carbs at breakfast time. So you have this hormone cortisol, okay? Cortisol is a stress hormone, and your cortisol levels are highest in the morning. So your stress hormones are highest in the morning. They rise throughout the night, and they peak in the morning. If you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. This is part of your body's natural sleep-wake cycle. The rise of cortisol peaking in the morning helps you to wake up in the morning and get out of bed. But the presence of this high cortisol level in the morning if you introduce carbohydrates, can be a disaster. But if you don't, it actually contributes to peak fat burning in the morning. So just like our insulin situation, our insulin levels being low in the morning can allow us to be in ideal fat burning mode, this high level of cortisol can allow us to be in peak fat burning mode too because the presence of high cortisol in the morning can help to facilitate fat loss. However, If you elevate your insulin levels in the morning when you already have this high cortisol, by eating carbohydrates, game over. Cortisol compounds the fat-storing effects of insulin. Not only that, but in combination, high cortisol and high insulin, which is the situation you'd be in if you have your carbohydrates in the morning, can actually trigger the creation of brand new fat cells. No thanks. I'll pass on the carbs in the morning. But... Your cortisol levels naturally drop throughout the day. So when we limit our carbohydrate consumption to the evening, you've avoided these two danger zone combinations in the morning of your high high sensitivity to insulin and the high cortisol environment. Now keep in mind that excess stress does elevate cortisol, so you want to do all that you can to manage um, and kind of moderate your emotional and physical stress. So what should we eat in the morning and when should we have carbohydrates? How do we capitalize on that morning time fat burning state? Remember, we are waking up before we've eaten anything. We are waking up in peak fat burning mode because our insulin is low because of the overnight fast and our cortisol is high as part of our natural waking up cycle. If you fuel your body with dietary fat, and moderate amounts of protein in the morning, your body will happily turn to your stored fat for energy when it needs it. Now, if you overeat fat or protein in the morning, you're providing your body enough fuel from food 
So it doesn't need to tap into it. So the calorie argument still does matter. You can't overeat fat and protein and expect to be in fat burning mode because ultimately either your body needs fuel and it will use your stored body fat or you're providing your body plenty of fuel from the food that you eat and it's not going to tap into that. So you can cut calories, but if you're introducing carbs in the morning, you won't be in fat burning mode. You'll still be in storage mode. So you can have a calorie deficit and not burn fat, but you can also, uh, avoid the hormonal implications of raising insulin and not burn fat if you're overeating fat and protein. Does that make sense? But if you make the mistake of introducing carbs to the extent that you raise your blood sugar and require the release of insulin in the morning, your fat burning game is over because the presence of insulin stops fat burning. Insulin tells your body to go into storage mode because it signals your body that there's plenty of fuel available because insulin is required to usher excess fuel. So if insulin is around, your body's saying, we don't need extra. And when your body is in storage mode, it is not going to allow any breakdown processes like fat burning. So introducing carbs in the morning can blunt your ability to burn fat all day long. So let's talk practical implementation. Number one, you want to avoid the carbohydrates in the morning. And this means you want to avoid wheat. You want to avoid grains. You want to avoid oats. I'm sorry for all of you people. It's not that oats are an unhealthy breakfast. It's that the goal here is fat burning. So if you want to be in fat burning mode, you want to skip things like oats for breakfast. Definitely skip the processed foods. Skip the simple sugars, the juices, that sort of stuff. You want to focus on healthy fats and clean proteins. So this morning for breakfast, I had a couple of eggs and a couple of slices of prosciutto that I just kind of um, seared in a pan really quick to get them a little bit crispy. Um, oftentimes I'll have, you know, an omelet and bacon or... Um, I've mentioned before, the Paleo Chef has an amazing recipe for these pork breakfast muffins, and they're pork and maca and cinnamon, and they're absolutely fantastic, and I'll make a bunch of those ahead of time and keep them in the fridge, and they're really easy. I also love Bulletproof Coffee. That's frequently in the show notes, and I'll make sure that it is for this episode as well, but that's basically coffee, high-quality coffee, low-toxin coffee with MCT oil and grass-fed butter. So those are the kinds of things I, I love to make frittatas in the morning with uh, eggs and lots of veggies. So there are a ton of options for a healthy breakfast that is going to keep you in fat burning mode. But the goal here is to avoid the wheat, the grains, things like English muffins, bagels, breakfast sandwiches, oatmeal, all of that stuff. I'm not here to argue what's healthy and what's not healthy. I'm here to argue for what is going to facilitate fat loss. And I hope you guys can understand the distinction between those two things. If you're waking up to go run a marathon, then you don't need to be concerned about being in fat burning mode. You need to fuel your body. And so oatmeal might be a great choice, but you know, we're not here to debate endurance or health or anything like that. We're talking about um, general strategies for optimizing fat loss in a healthy way. 
So then we talk about the fact that you want to backload your carbohydrates to the end of the day because at the end of the day, we are less sensitive to those spikes in blood sugar. And what that means is when we're less sensitive to those spikes in blood sugar, we can have the carbohydrates and they won't trigger as strong of a spike in blood sugar. So there won't be as much of an insulin release. And later in the day, our cortisol levels are naturally lower, right? Remember we talked about the fact that they're highest in the morning. So you want to be sure when you have your carbohydrates, I like to recommend that you have them at the last meal of the day. And you want to make sure that you are pairing them with either healthy fat or protein, because what that's going to do is going to slow down the digestive process. If you said dinner is just a baked potato, well, that is going to be broken down and metabolized very, very quickly. And the more quickly it's metabolized, the more quickly and severely it is going to spike your blood sugar and the bigger response you'll have from insulin. We want to moderate that rise in blood sugar so that we have a smaller release of insulin so it has less impact on our ability to burn fat. And we slow that metabolism, the breakdown of that food, by pairing our carbohydrates with either fat or protein or both. So you definitely don't want to have you know, a bowl of spaghetti for dinner or something like that. You want to make sure that you're always pairing your carbohydrates in your evening time meal with a healthy fat, with a protein, like a piece of meat um, or avocado, or even if you're having something like a sweet potato, making sure that you put butter on it because that does slow down the digestive process and slow the release um, and the need for the insulin response that you would generate if you just had a sweet potato plain. So the other thing we want to consider is the portion size. So the timing matters. The pairing matters. And then your serving size matters because the more carbs you introduce, the more there is to raise your blood sugar, the more insulin you're going to need to usher that sugar from the blood into storage. So you want to, I like to recommend not exceeding one half of a cup of carbohydrates with your dinnertime meal. That might be half of a large sweet potato or regular potato or half a cup of quinoa, um, a half a cup of rice, something like that. So you really want to limit that and then monitor your response. You know, are you still getting results? Are you still burning fat? If you aren't, then you might want to go to a quarter of a cup. But the bottom line here is for fat loss, you do not want to have your carbohydrates in the morning. Your morning meal should be fat and protein. Even your lunchtime meal should really be focused around lots of non-starchy vegetables, fat and protein, and then we want to reserve those carbohydrates for our dinnertime meal, and that's where we're going to get the best results with fat loss because of the hormonal environment with insulin and cortisol around time of day and just our body's natural environment. So you're going to keep those carbohydrates to the end of the day. You're going to avoid them in the morning. You're going to make sure that you always have them with fat or protein. And you're going to make sure that you're really limiting your portion size to a maximum of a half a cup. 
So that's all we've got for today, guys. Please, I encourage you as always, if there are particular topics you want me to cover or questions that you have, things that you're not sure whether they're true or untrue, send me an email, elizabeth at primalpotential.com and let me know what you'd like me to talk about. And until next time, stay healthy.